So today on this morning, let us get started. We have an awesome sermon that we uh, that God has placed on my heart for us as we continue to, to look at God and look at the attributes of God. Um, and today, let us pray. Father God, you are amazing. Thank you so much for being God. Thank you for being great, Lord God. We just ask for your favor. We just ask for your kindness, Lord God. We just ask for your strength, Lord God. I know that some of us are doing well, Lord God. Some of us have the luxury of our homes, Lord God. Some of us still have air conditioning. Some of us still have our TVs on. Some of us still have freezers and refrigerators and cabinets full of food, Lord God. But there are some who don't. So, Lord God, we come to you and say, be God in their lives as well, Lord God. Even be with my niece, Lord God, who I visit um, this week in D.C. at the, um, and she living in a tent, Lord God. But I thank you for being God that, that family can reach out to her and take her food and, and, and give her the uh, proper uh, mask and, and um, sanitizer that she needs to, to stay healthy as she living on the streets, Lord God. I ask that you protect all of them in that tent city in D.C., Lord God. Just be with them and cover them. And we just ask for your favor to be with us in this word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So today as we come together, we're going to be looking at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. I will give you some time to get that. Um, Get your electronic devices or your Bibles and and turn to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. And once again, it's very important um, that you, you, you turn to your Bible, you, you find that scripture in your um, electronic devices so we can f- follow along with each other. And today, um, uh, I'm going to do something unusual. We're going to uh, uh, switch around the Bible a little bit. We're going to look at this theme and we're going we're gonna to switch around the Bible. So I ask that you, 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 you we, our um, verse is Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. But we're going to look at some other verses as well. So today, let us look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. By now... You all should have it. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Hebrews 13, verse 8. And it says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I want to speak to you from the topic as we look at these attributes of God. I want to speak to you this morning from the topic, God doesn't change. God doesn't change. On this morning, um, we are going to look at the immutability, immutable um, ability of God, which simply means God doesn't change. Um, One one of the hardest things as, as a pastor um, is to preach on an unchanging God in a changing world. If we look at everything, everything changed. E- everything uh, uh, around us changed. Seasons change. We have uh, winter, we have spring, we have summer, and we have fall. Hairstyles change. For, for our D.C. folks, I remember when we were little, uh, and if, if you was getting money, you, were, you would send your girlfriends to, to natural motions or, or magic fingers or, or Sandra's in the stars, and they, they would go up and get their hair done, and they would get eight semesters or bobs or hard curls or, or finger waves, and, and now you all just throw on wigs. I'm, I'm trying to help you understand that things change. 
change, that hairstyle change for, for, for our men. We, when we were younger, we would want to go to B&B Barbershop or Hooks Barbershop, and we'd get the high top fade or, or the temper taper, or we'd get the, the regular cut, or, or we'd get an S curl. But now we just wear nappy. Things just change. All, all around us, uh, uh, things change, and things just, just change. Uh, styles change. Um, um, I remember um, back in the day, you used to wear your mid-drift shirts and your, and your, your hot pants and your, your high-waisted with your, your bell bottoms and, and your long-collar shirts with your, with your ruffles on it. You used to wear your, uh, uh, your tight, hot, hot shorts and your, your Daisy Dukes, and now everybody just wearing skinny jeans or sweats and slides. I mean, I'm, everything around us change. And, and even in our, in our personal life, we, we see things change. I, I, I remember back in the 80s, uh, cell phones changed. Y'all remember the cell phone? This, this was back in the 80s. Everybody had this, this cell phone, cell phone like this. And, and, but cell phones change as well because now our cell phones look like this. Everything around us change. And, and not only do cell phones change and, and hairstyles change and, and seasons change and, and, and our, our clothes change and fashion change, but also cars change. I remember back in the day, everybody wanted a, a, a 6 uh 1964 Chevy Impala. Everybody want one of these. But now if you look, the 19, I mean the 2020 Chevy Impala look like this. Cars change. Everything around us change. And not only do cars change and and hairstyles change, and and and, and um and, and and fashion change, but also people change. Cause I remember some years ago, um, when I was around eight years old, this is how I look, and, and and now today that I look like this. Things things change. I mean, everything around us change. But the difficult part is that we gotta preach about an unchangeable God to a changing world. Everything around us change. And God says here in Hebrews chapter 8, he says in Hebrews verse 13, uh, verse 8, he said, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. That means in the past. Today, that means in the present. And forevermore, that means in the future. He, he can't change. He's immutable. He, he cannot change. It's an attribute that he has, that the Trinity had God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. This is an attribute that the, that the Trinity has, that they, they, they cannot change. And, and you got to understand that we serve an unchangeable God, and he, he's immutable. He cannot change. But, but I, because he cannot change, the first thing that I want you to look at is Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. And because he cannot change, his word doesn't change. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. We just use uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 as a, as a, uh, a, a, um, a takeoff spot. But we want to look at uh, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. Because God does not change, God's word doesn't change. Look what he says in, in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. It says, the grass wither and the flowers fade, but the word of God stands forever. Here, here we see the permanency of, of God's word. We see God's word is permanent. That, that, that God's word doesn't change. He said that, that the grass wither and the, and the flowers fade, 
but the word of God will, 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 will stand forever. See, the problem is, is that because we live in a changing world, we try to change God's word, word to fit our culture. We try to change God's word to fit our laws. We try to change God's word, but it says the word of God will, will, will stand forever. God, the word of God will not change. I know you wanted to change the, the, the fit how you live in. I know you wanted to change the fit how the laws is. I know you wanted to change the fit how the culture is, but the word of God will never change. The word of God cannot change. We, we, we try to cause the word of God to fit in our lives and, and in our situation. And because God is immutable, his word is immutable. His word has permanent. His word is fixed to stand. We cannot change the word of God. The scripture says do not take away nor add to the word of God. And because God is an unchangeable God, his word will not change. It said everything around us will change, but God's word will stand the test of time. God's word will be God's word and it will not change. Some of us wanted to change because we think that this is wrong, what God's word says. But no, God's word is always right. It doesn't matter if you like it, if you don't, if it feel good, if it don't feel good, if it offends you. God's word will never change because we serve a God who's immutable. He's unchanging. He's an immutable God. He, he, he does not change. And because he does not change, his word will not change. His word, Tammy, his word, Lena, his word, Nikki, will never change. You cannot try to, to fit your situation in his word and, 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 um, and, and turn his word around to fit your situation. No, God's word is his word. I was, as I was doing this study um, this week, I was reading and um, um, looking, no, I was looking at CNN. And CNN in Utah, where they where they practice polygamy, um, now they have they have come to 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 uh, to to, to um, put a bill in to legislators to 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 approve or accept polygamy. They 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 signed a bill that that polygamy is is acceptable now and it's not offenses. It's not against the law anymore. And, and I was thinking about that, how, how God's word is, is against polygamy. And now we try to fit God's word into to match polygamy because people feel like that, that God is, is treating them wrong because they want to live how they want to live. But God's word is a standard. And because his word is a standard and because he's immutable and he doesn't change, his word will never change. It says that the flowers will fade and, and, and it says that the, the grass will, will wither and the flowers will fade. But the word of God will stand forever. God's word will be here forever. The word of God will stand forever. And the word of God is, is Jesus Christ. We know that by John. It says that he is the word. He is the word. The word of God will stand forever. He, 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 it will never change, Jennifer. It will never change. And, 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 I, and I hate to stay on this, but, but, but the thing about it is that we always try to interpret God's word to fit our life. We always try to look for the great, the great parts in the word of God to, to, to justify how we want to live. And because God is a, an immutable God and, and because he's immutable, his word will never change. We can't live the way we want to live and think his word should change, Keisha. We can't do what, what we want to do. We got we to gotta live according to the word of God. And, and Isaiah chapter 40, he, he says that the word of God will last forever. This showed a preem I mean, uh, um, the, the, it, this showed a permanency of God's word, that God's word is permanent. But not only that, we see that, that God doesn't change because he's immutable. 
and we see that because he's immutable, the, the word of God doesn't change, um, according to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. But the second thing we, we want to turn to, turn to John chapter 3, verse 16, a very familiar passage. Because God is immutable, because God doesn't change, because God cannot change, uh, we see that his word doesn't change, but now we see that God's love doesn't change. God loves doesn't change. God love doesn't change. God love doesn't change in John chapter 3, verse 16. You have it? You have it? John chapter 3, verse 16. It says, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God, God is immutable. He doesn't change. His word doesn't change. And his love for us doesn't change. But here's the thing, Dirt. Here's the thing, uh, Charlene. Here's the thing, Brandon. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, we struggle with this because, because we, we live in a, in a culture that, 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 that don't believe that God loves us. We, 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 we have people that, that are struggling with the, with the love of God. We have people who, who believe that, that God can't love me. God, God can't love me because of the sin I'm in, that God can't love me because of the, the lifestyle I live, that, that God can't love me because, because my parents don't love me, that God can't love me because nobody loved me. And we, we, we living in this, in this culture that, that, that believes that, that God don't have love for us. But here in John 3.16, it clearly say, it talks about God love. It said, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. God love you so much that he sacrificed his son life to stand in your position and take your punishment that you may have eternal life. That, that's love right there. I don't know about you, but I, I, I feel it right now that God loves me just thinking about my life and all the things that I have been through and all the things that I have took God through and the way I live and the wickedness and the sin that is in me that God was willing to give his son, Jesus Christ, to stand in my position and take the punishment that I deserve for my sin. I'm so grateful and so glad that God loves me. I know I may not be right with you. I know you may not love me. My brothers or my sister may not love me. My children may not love me. But guess what? I'm so glad that God loved me. And he demonstrated his love towards us on the cross. I know the enemy may cause you to doubt God love, but never doubt God love because he love you before you even love them. The scripture says I love God because he loved me first. I'm so grateful that God loved me first and he even loved me when I was unlovable. He loved me when I was broken. He loved me when I was messed up. He loved you when you was on drugs. He loved you when you was getting that abortion. He loved you when you was practicing homosexual. He loved you when you, when you was in jail. He loved you when you was on drugs. He loved you when you was lying and stealing. He loved you when you was deceived. God loves you and his love Love would never change because we serve an unchangeable, immutable God. And his love was fixed. His love is permanent. And God's love will never change for us. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I just want to encourage you. Gretchen, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to let you know that God loves you. I want to encourage you that, 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 that whatever you're going through, even with this uh, a coronavirus, that you losing family members, you, lo you lost your job, you losing your pension, you, you losing your, your money, you may be in, in foreclosure, losing your house, you may, you may be losing your family because you've been in quarantine with them and you found out that the person you've been living with is not the one you want to stay with. And all these things are going on 
and you questioning God love. God, because how are you going to love me and you allow me to go through this? God, how are you going to love me and I'm, and I'm going through my sickness? How are you going to love me and I'm losing my job? But God love you in spite of your circumstance, in spite of your situations. He love you, Howard. He love you, Phyllis. He love you, Dolores. He love you, Deidre. He loves you. God loves you. And he loves us so much. And he's an immutable God that can't change to one. He cannot change. And because he cannot change, his love for us cannot change. His love for us cannot change. His love for us cannot change. I was thinking about um, um, this. When God bless us or when great things happen in our life, people usually say, you lucky. Oh, you lucky. You're lucky. If you walk down the street and, and, and next thing you know, you see a $100 bill on the ground and you, you pick it up and put it in your pocket and you tell somebody, they would say, oh, you lucky. No, I'm not lucky. I'm loved. That's just God blessing me. That's just the love of God. And the love of God is the favor of God on my life. I'm so glad that, that I know that God loves me, that God is immutable, that he's, he cannot change. And because he cannot change, guess what? His love will not change. His love will not change for you, and he loved you. Watch this. He, that, oh my, Romans lets us know that he loved us before we were even his children. He loved us when we were living in sin, when we were dead in our trespassing and sin. So if he loved us then, how much more you think he loved us now that we his child? I, I, I just want to get that in your spirit to let you know that God loves you, that God loves you. You may not feel like it. You may not feel the love of God. Tawana, Joanne, you may not feel it. Barbara, you may not feel it because of things that you're going through. But, but I just want to encourage you to, to let you know that God loves you. He, he loves you so much. He wraps his arms around you. He cuddles you and he holds you in his bosom to let you know how much he loves you. He, he just wants you to, to know that he loves you so much that he gave his son, Jesus Christ, as a sacrificial lamb to die on the cross that you and I may be right Right with the Father. That's how much he loved you. He loved you so much that he sacrificed his son life for you, Kathy, for me, that we may have eternal life. God loves us. And here we see that, that God doesn't change. God, 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 we serve an unchangeable God that, that he's immutable. He, he cannot change. He, he's a fixed and, and permanent God, Tasha. He, he's fixed. He, he's, he's a permanent God. And, and because he is he's an unchangeable God, because he's immutable, watch this. He, because he's immutable, we know that his word won't change, according to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. Because he's immutable, we know his love for us will never change, according to John chapter 3, verse 16. And the last thing, I'm out your way. The last thing, I'm out your way. We, uh, God doesn't change because, uh, because he's immutable, and because he's immutable, his word doesn't change, according to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8. God is immutable, and because he does not change, his love for us doesn't change, according to John 3, 16. But the last thing, and I'm out of your way. God uh, is immutable and he does not change. And because he does not change, God's way to salvation does not change, according to Romans 10.9. God's way to salvation doesn't change. Look at Romans. Romans, Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. I know I'm asking you to flip 
And that's not usually how I do it, but I've got to pull this thing together, how God uh, doesn't change, how he's immutable. In Romans chapter 10, verse 9, I'm I'm so grateful for this word. This word has really blessed me. I I hope it's blessing you. But Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says that that, that God's way to salvation doesn't change. Look at Romans chapter 10, verse 9. It says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus... And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, now, now this, 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 is, this is interesting right here because it says that God's way to salvation doesn't change. Romans says it like this. Romans 10 says, if you confess with, with, with your mouth and the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has, has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Now, now you got you, you to gotta understand this, that we serve an uh, uh, immutable God, a God who, who cannot change, a God who, who cannot change, although everything else around us is changing. And, and God cannot change, and his way to salvation does not change. See, but here's the problem. The problem is we live in a polytheistic, a poly, uh, a polytheistic um, um, life or culture. And a polytheistic uh, culture means that we serve many gods, that we worship many gods. Poly means many, that we worship many gods. And because we live in a polytheistic um, culture that we serve many gods, we think there are many roads to get to salvation. We, we think there are many, many ways we, we can get to God. One, one famous person said it years ago, Oprah Winfrey, and I know some of y'all in love with Oprah Winfrey. I'm not talking about Oprah Winfrey, but she was wrong on this when she said there are many ways to get to God. She said there, there, there are many ways we can get to God. We can get to God through this God. We can get to God through that God. We can get to God through Muhammad. We can get to God through, uh, get to God through Buddha. We can get to God through Confucius. We can get to God through uh, Scientology. We can get to God many ways, but the scripture let us know that the only way we can get to God is that we got to confess with our mouth, that we got to come before God and say, God, I come to you, Lord God, I'm broken and I'm bruised and I do not have a relationship with you. And I want to confess that I'm a sinner, that I, that I need you as my Savior. He said we got to confess with our mouth and we got to have faith to, to believe in our heart. That's not our natural heart, but we got to have faith and confidence to the believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that God raised him from the dead. We got to have faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ that he came and he lived for 33 years without sin and he died on a cross and he was buried and he rose again and he sits at the right hand of the Father that he now may send the Holy Spirit for those who believe and the scripture lets us know that there's the only one way to have salvation is only one way and God's way to salvation will not change. He doesn't care if you happy with it. He doesn't care if you like it. He doesn't care if you agree with it, but there's only one way that you can have salvation, and that way is through Jesus Christ and him alone. I'm thinking about John chapter 14, verse 6, one of my favorite scriptures. He says that Jesus says himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through him. He says if you want salvation, you got to come through the blood of Jesus Christ, and the blood of Jesus Christ was shedded 2,000 years ago on Calvary. 
Calvary cross that you may be right with the Father, that you may have a relationship with the Father because of sin and the disobedience of Adam and Eve. You and I was kicked out of the relationship with God, but now through Jesus Christ and him alone and only him, by that name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the only way, and because he is the only way, God says that this path is the way, and because this path is the way, and we serve a God who's unchangeable, guess what? This is the way to have salvation. Salvation, the way to salvation will not change at all. God laid the way for us. I'm recording Romans, how he talks about the two ways, the two roads. He said one road is the narrow road, and the second road is the broad road. And the narrow road, it leads to life, but the broad road leads to destruction. You can't be in and out. You can't have, there's no such thing as having one foot in church and one foot in the world. That doesn't, there's no such thing as that. You either in for Jesus or you not. And that's the way that God set it up. And because he's an immutable God, because he's an unchangeable God, his way to salvation will not change. You can't pray your way into heaven. You can't chant your way into heaven. You can't dance your way into heaven. You can't be righteous enough to get into heaven. The only way that you can have a relationship with God and get into heaven, he says you have to come through his son, Jesus Christ. And today is your day. We serve an unchangeable God. We, this is an attribute that God has. We got remember like I said last week, we got to know who we serve. We making up all these things about God that ain't even true. Our God does not change. I know you looking around, everything that changed. All the things that you thought was fixed and, and permanent in your life and stable in your life that offer stability has now changed. But we serve a God in the midst of all this chaos that still stay the same. And I can keep going on, but I, I can't, boy, boy, I can keep going on so much. Because, because he's an immutable God, because he's an unchanging God, his promises cannot change. He promised you that if you accept his son, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, you will have eternal life. You will have eternal life with him. You will have eternal. That's a promise. And because he's immutable, because he's unchangeable, guess what? His word does not change. His word does not change. His love for us not, does not change. And his way to salvation doesn't change. I don't know where you are. I don't know where you at spiritually, where you are spiritually. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know if you have a connection with God. But it's time to get it right, y'all. It's time to get it right. It's time to, to really check your relationship with God. Now, yeah, you may be checking in to, to Clinton Baptist Church. You may be checking in to First Baptist of Glenn. You may be checking in to, to Kettering Baptist Church. You may be checking in to, to Mount Enon. You may be checking in to E. Dewey Smith. You may be checking in to all these churches around the world. But I want you to check. Today, your salvation. I want you to check to see if you really have a relationship with God. I want you to check because this is important. Because the scripture lets us know for those who reject the relationship with Jesus Christ, your resting place is the lake of fire. See, people always talk about hell. Hell is, is where you go. And then hell will be thrown into the lake of fire. So if hell is, you think hell is hot, wait till it gets to the lake of fire. But today, you can, you can skip that. 
Today you can have eternal life and, and go to heaven and spend your rest of your eternal life with him, with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and God and worship him. But today you have to, you have to evaluate yourself. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? You want to keep playing church? You want to keep playing church? You want you 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 want to keep playing around now 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 you you don't have to get dressed up now now no one seeing you dance now no one seeing you crying for nothing now no one see you running around the church is your worship still the same see because we are running around the church all day we are crying shout and fall out so people can see us are you doing that at home and I'm not saying that's not not to do but what I'm saying is that we got to get real with this thing God is calling us to a standard. And its standard is to have salvation in him. This, this here, this, 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 this uh, coronavirus has, has hit us in a different way. And we ain't got time for that fake stuff. This is real stuff because people are dying. They are dying. They are dying. And because they are dying, there's only two places you're going. You're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. That's either two places. The lake of fire. There's two places. There's no, there's no in between. And once you breathe your last breath, you cannot go and change your situation. You cannot say, God, I'm sorry. I wish I'd have did that. No, it doesn't work like that. You got to do it right now. So today I present to you. I present to you that Jesus Christ, I was talking about the one who sacrificially died on the cross, that you and I may have a right to the Father, the one who shed his blood, who stood in your place and accepted your punishment that you and I should have uh, received, accepted our punishment for our sin. He did it for us that we may now have a relationship with God. Now, what does that relationship look like? That relationship just looked like placing your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Believe he died on the cross, that he shed his blood, and that he was buried and rose the third day, ascended to the right hand of the Father, that you and I may have life. That's what we got to believe. So is there one today? Is there one today? Is there one today? We, got, we can't play like that. Is there one today? If it's one, just say I'm one. Just, just type in one. Just type in one. You can type in the number one or you can spell it out. One. Just say just one. Just one. Do I have one today? Just say I want to have that relationship with Jesus Christ. I, I want to have that relationship with Jesus Christ. I want to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Is there one? You've been coming to church. You've been tuning in. And you, you, you just don't, you, you're saying, yeah, we got one, we got one. Who is that one? Who is that one? Who is that one? Okay, Darwin Kemp. Darwin Kemp. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We got one. We got one. We got Darwin Kemp. Thank you so much. Is there any more? Is there any more? Is there any more? If you want to have serve Jesus Christ as your Lord, have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, is there any more? Is there any more? Let's celebrate Darwin Kemp. Let's celebrate that, y'all. Let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate that. That, that's worth shouting for. That's worth dancing for because we serve an unchangeable God. And because we serve an unchangeable God, his way to salvation does not change. And today, salvation comes to you through Jesus Christ. We got one. We got one. So because, because we got one, we want you to repeat after me, Darwin. Repeat after me. Father God, I come to you today. And I realize that I'm a sinner. And I ask that you come into my life. I believe that you died, Jesus, on the cross and shed your blood for my sins. Come into my life. 
Fill me. Seal me. Until the day of redemption. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's get a Lord around a hand clap of praise.